starting. So bipolar is a terminology we've used over the course of our, our time with people uh, that that you, we feel they are two-faced or they, they are inconsistent in their behaviors. And we say that person has bipolar, that person has bipolar. But then what is bipolar disorder? Please, I want you to take this, my information with um, an open mind so that we can share together and um, uh, and learn. Okay, so what is bipolar disorder? Research says bipolar disorder is a mental health condition characterized by alternating periods of mania and depression. There's a, there's a, the person fluctuates from one level of mania to another level of depression. So it's, it, that's the reason why people use that word uh, indiscriminately. That, that person is bipolar because they, they, they fluctuate between behaviors. Uh, well, another one that I love in the description I found from um, from um, scholars and research says that it's also known as manic depression and that it brings severe high and low moods in the individuals that, that have the condition. It affects their sleep, their energy, their thinking and their behavior. And the people that have bipolar have periods in which they are overly happy and excited and energized. And they have a, another period in their lives where they are feeling sad, hopeless, and completely sluggish. Okay, now, I would like us to put it in perspective, in real life terms, so that I'm not just, if this is not an educational, I'm not submitting an educational book. So what, do I, what is this saying? It's saying that, they have alternative moods that they don't have control over. In my research, I realized that, and if you know, a lot of American musicians have everything. I wonder what they think they're doing. They will just tell you they have this and that. Now, if you are claiming you have bipolar and you can control yourself to be on the, uh, to, to, uh, for the, to be on, uh, on stage, you can control yourself when you have a meeting with people, then it's not, it's, this is not what we're saying when you when a condition is identified in an individual that condition is seen in all setting there's a period that person is high there's a period that person is low there's a person that person is okay don't, don't let me say high and low there's a person a period where that person is exhibiting depression sluggishness sadness the person is just down the person is just slow and there's a period the person feels invincible feels energized, feels he can do anything, he's excited, he's like he's connected to a life wire, can talk a lot, and is a, is a different person at that time. So it's not, it, it, the, the, the individual understands that there's a shift in their moods, but they don't have control over it. That is what we're saying. That is what bipolar is, a period of mania. They used mania to express that energized mood. The, 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 the person can just decide, oh, I am a superpower. Oh, I'm so rich. You know, it's something to do with the brain. So the brain communicates, I'm so rich. And then they go out and buy things frivolously. In teenagers, they can just go into drugs or go into sex. And then when they can come back to themselves, they feel bad about it. They know they've done something wrong. But at that point, they can't control it. And then we have the other side, the depression that goes as far as, as, as they become suicidal. So it's, it's, a, it's a situation that people cannot manage by themselves. They understand they are human, they are normal like you and me, but they understand that they switch from one emotional high to another. Are you still with me? 
If you are still with me, can I have your thumbs yes, up? Yes, yes, we. Yeah. Okay, so I need to get. Um, just uh, just uh, um, just one thing. Um, if you could just check your message, I think Cheryl is trying to get to you. Okay, um, in uh, regards to the presentation. Okay, I'll check it now. Yeah. No problem. All right. Yes. Okay. Let me see if I can share it now. She said yes together thank you well all right so let me see if i can show it so that you can follow me awesome and just to the people on the uh, on the session keep the yet. you must grant permissions in order to screen share no you can send it to okay. her she so said her. um you just send it directly I'll to, send her. It to her now my, yeah my so as i as I was saying, people on the session, you can just keep the chat lively to, uh, so that she, you know, she knows that we are stick with her, that um, the internet or is it <laughs> all these miles between Kenya and wherever she, and uh, Lagos, Nigeria have not um, thrown her off the call, yeah? <laughs> okay, okay, so I'll, I'll send it to Cheryl now. Um... And I'll just continue. Just listen to me. People tell me um, I talk nice, so just just follow me. I'll do a lot of gisting around it before I go into the core thing. Okay. Okay, so let me continue now. Uh, I'll go through the presentation after. All right. Okay, so I'm back at my presentation. So that's basically, I just want you to have that wrapped up in your mind that it's something these people cannot control. And I know as I'm talking, you will remember or people will come to your mind. Let's move on together. So what are the triggers to bipolar disorder? What are the things that triggers it? Or what are the things that you can start looking out for. I'm not, I mean, for those of you who are in special needs, you I'm sure you've come to understand that you don't look out for issues in people. It just as you see people, you start analyzing. So what are the things you start looking out for? Bipolar disorder tends to run in families. So researchers believe there's a genetic predisposition for the disorder. That is, people are born with the vulnerability to have bipolar disorder. Just like uh, in diabetes. People come, they don't have it when they are born, but they have it with the susceptibility to have it. So uh, for families that know they have diabetes in their homes, I know that quite a number of people start their children early to caution um, how they take um, sugar. So basically that's what I'm trying to say that people are born with the susceptibility of having um, bipolar disorder. Okay. And then there are immunal problems that can link to it. Now, I want I I I am of the um, school of thought that if, if somebody is predisposed to have it, then these hormonal problems can lead to it. But then there are environmental factors that can lead to a, the bipolar disorder condition, maybe abuse, a significant loss or some other traumatic event in the life of a child or of an individual. 
can lead to that bipolar disorder. So it's a mental health issue. And then I will link it to how it's related to special needs. Okay. Uh, I wish I could, you could see this, but don't worry. I believe by the time I'm able to share, I can just take you to the key areas I would like to share with you. So symptoms of bipolar, the, area, the periods of mania, there's, a, there's, a, there's a, an abnormal orbit, jumpy or wildness around the person. And because they are overly excited, it's like somebody has just taken a dose of cocaine. I've not taken cocaine before, but I'm just saying that's the way people make us believe that once they take cocaine, they feel grand, they feel they can do anything. So it's, it's a period where they take make poor decisions. There's decreased need for sleep because their brain is awake, is alert. It's like they've taken something and, and it's, it's, a lot of thoughts are grazing through their minds at the same time. They are highly distracted. They are usually talkative. They are racing thoughts from, you know, they're talking and it's like, it's not coherent anymore because it's saying something, it's saying something as the thoughts are flying through the mind of that person, the person is speaking and there's increased activity, energy or agitation. So in small, in young children, it's not the regular chit chat or chitty, a chatterbox child. It's, 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 parents are feeling something is wrong. In the African setting, please permit me to say, we are Africans. In the African setting, the, the more matured minds are wondering, does this child have a dose of insanity? Because it's uncontrollable and it can happen in the most inappropriate places. So it's not something the child has control over. Okay, and then and there's the period of depression where the child just feels sad, empty, or hopeless. The child starts saying, I, I, I don't want to, I, I mean, if it's, it's a young child that's not even started to leave, starts saying, I wish I could just die. The child can lose weight. There's loss of interest in activities. Please understand that this is a general thing in individuals with bipolar disorder, not children, but I am more focused on children because I work with children. But in the individuals, there's insomnia or excessive sleeping. There's trouble focusing. That feeling of guilt, you know, they've done something or they make poor decision in the times of mania, in the period of mania. Now they're feeling guilty and worthless. You know, restlessness or slowed behavior, fatigue or lethargy, suicidal thoughts or attempts. I saw a movie one time uh recently not too long there was this lady that um the the child left her and the husband and then the son let's say the son his name is john had a daughter and the daughter said misbehaving as in she told when she was discussing something with someone she actually said she had slept with over a hundred guys and that she can't seem to control herself that she knows that the guys are laughing at her behind her back and she feels so dirty but she doesn't know what to do. So in the bid to help her, because she was 19 at that time, and then she does things, uh, she did something criminal, and then uh, they were taking her to court. So in the bid to help her, her dad's friend told the dad that, didn't you say your mom has similar things? Can't you just call your mom to come and speak to your daughter? She will understand how your daughter feels. So he went, but he just couldn't, he doesn't want his mom to have anything to do with his daughter at all. So the friend now got in touch with the, the grandmother and the grandmother came to see her granddaughter. And, you know, she was able to connect with the girl, said there was a time she just felt so excited. She was driving and she just felt, how will it feel to press the turtle to the, to the highest, to the lowest uh, point? And then you are 
driving on the highway, wind blowing through your hair, you're just cruising. And then she had her son in the car and their son was like, mommy, please, mommy, please, mommy, please. This is so much, but she was laughing. She was having the, the fun of her life, you know? And then she, she had a crash. The boy got a broken arm. She too had a, an accident. So the, the boy was like, the mom was mad. He grew up being afraid to go out with his mom because he knows that that thing can just come. So she was able to relate with the granddaughter and said, you know what? If somebody had helped me, instead of condemning me in my own generation, if my husband had taken time to look for help for me, if my family had taken time to look for help for me, I would be better than I am. So if you have someone who wants to offer you help, take it but i understand how you feel i understand the guilt so that's just the way it is it's something you can't control the the individual understands that what i did was not too good you know but they, they, at that point they, they are doing they are in it they don't understand they can't control it okay okay so let's go now is bipolar disorder possible in children or teenagers i mean that was the first thing I wanted to find out when I um, I had to when I met the first bipolar uh, individual in my own uh, education career that I never thought children can have it. I felt it's something that happens because of trauma. I didn't know it's genetic. I didn't know when it can start. I just felt if somebody has a trauma, the person can just start having splits images. The person is a kind and nice person in the morning, and then at night the person is a that's another thing entirely. It's not bipolar disorder. Bipolar disorder is, is, is mania and depression. It's not, other things can come with it. I won't jump ahead of myself, but it's something that has to do with the feeling. It's a mental health condition of a person. Okay, so I had always thought it comes into a person's life because of trauma. So I was like, yeah, children should be able to have it if, they, if maybe they are abused or somebody died. But then I realized that, I mean, it's not a, a fa- it can't, it's not a fast, it's not a hard cut thing like that. So research finds, research findings confirms that bipolar disorder in children is possible. But diagnosis is usually more frequent in teenagers and older children. But yes, it occurs at any age. Okay. Now the symptoms in children is basically the same with the symptoms you see in adults, the swings from eyes of high hyperactivity or euphoria to the lows of serious depression. At this point, is there any question? Chat me any question. Just let me just have a feel that you are with me. Are we still here? Any questions? thumbs up if there's none if there is just send me just unmute yourself quickly and quickly quickly ask me i have two minutes window for question before i move on okay i can see somebody said no question from me i'm waiting 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 i have a question all right please introduce yourself and then ask your question does does bipolar happen to like females only because i haven't had any example from any male or does it well, affect says, i'm listening okay research shows that it's more common in women and it's quite unusual 
it's quite unusual for for that because usually uh in special education needs you have more boys more males affected than females but with bipolar research shows that it's more frequent in women that's what research shows it's more frequent in women i don't have a, an answer for that but that's what research has shown us any other question i hope i answered your question okay somebody said do, do um symptoms regress with age like hyperactivity in adhd this is where i'm going now this connecting it with adhd and so i will hold your question and then answer it when i get there um i'm talking to faith i hold your question and answer it in the second phase so uh, should i go on assuming there's no question for this particular phase we all have an understanding of bipolar in the general in the general context of it i mean that's just it without being in school an individual that is just born maybe in a village just is not going to school that's what you see so now i'm bringing it into the academic world now that's why i'm asking if there's any question about it so um i have about 50 seconds to move on and i'm looking at my timer um, okay so i'll go on now is bipolar disorder a sin matter um somebody saw that i was going to speak on bipolar and the person called me and said is bipolar disorders under special education needs and because i always say i mind my business i don't go into talks that is not mine the person i called to ask me and i said yes i says why i said if you want to know come for the the seminar so i can tell you how they are related that i don't want to jump ahead of myself yes special um bipolar disorder is a sin matter and i will explain to you why first if it occurs in school children if it can occur in people that comes to school then it is sin and it, it once it occurs in school children because of the symptoms it should definitely affect learning so i believe it's a sin matter and it requires that schools adopt an inclusive approach to managing this condition when diagnosed secondly because it's a neurologically based mood disorder it affects emotion it affects behavior and it affects cognitive skills in my powerpoint i underline so this is therefore very vulnerable to stress that can easily overwhelm their coping skills so it is a same matter now let me introduce you to the world of special education needs i'm sorry but um that's my area of core competence and then i need to explain a little bit to you so that we are on the same page what is special education needs a child or a young person has special education needs if they have a learning difficulty or a disability which calls for special education provision to be made for them what i'm trying to say is that students who are of compulsory school age maybe from age four or a young person has learning difficulty or disability if he or she has a significantly greater difficulty in learning i always hold on to significantly greater difficulty in learning because you can have some people uh, who are on the high functioning uh, autistic spectrum who are doing well in school academically and then 
um, you, you make provision for them, but they might not have significantly greater difficulty in learning. So that significantly makes it a reason for another provision to be made for them. So if they have a significantly greater difficulty in learning than the majority of others of the same age, or has a disability which prevents or hinders him or her from making use of facilities of a kind generally provided for others of the same age in a mainstream school or a mainstream post-16 institutions. So that child has special needs when the need is significantly greater than what other children will require. If that child cannot access what the general group of children can access, and that you have to make another provision for them to access learning, to access the learning environment, then that child has special needs. So I'm sure you agree with me that bipolar is a special needs uh, issue. I wish this thing is working now because I want to, sh I would like to share this with you. I'm waiting for Cheryl to get back to me. Hello, Cheryl. If you are here, can you just give me a thumbs up? I'd like you to send. Oh, I got it. I got it now. Thank you. Okay, so let's move forward. Um, I'm going to share the areas of special education needs with us now. The different areas of special education needs, which is important for us to be able to move, to be able to understand this in regards to schoolwork. Um, just give me one minute to catch my thoughts together and send this. Hey guys, I know you totally agree with me, but this, not but, there's no but in that statement. I know you totally agree with me that this is so eye-opening, yeah? People usually think that everybody who just acts a certain way has bipolar because you cannot bipolar. really explain what they have, yeah? So, people, don't keep this information to yourself, yeah? once you get this information just let it be known you can even spam people just as long as they get the information thank you so much Adirumi. this is awesome okay so let me continue i'll send it to cheryl i'm sure she'll be able to put it up okay so i'm going to the areas of special needs education now there are four areas of special education needs four major groups i will just highlight the other three and focus on the one that we need in this particular seminar okay we have the cognitive and learning the cognitive and learning has to do with children with specific learning difficulties moderate learning difficulties severe learning difficulties people with dyslexia i'm sure you've heard about dyslexia dyspraxia dyscalculia all those this 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 those are the people that are in the other sorry that's the condition on under the um cognitive and learning 
Then we have communication and interaction. Here we have individuals who have challenges with speech, language, and communication. We have people who have autistic spectrum disorders. Then we have the sensory and or physical needs. Here we have people with visual impairment, hearing impairment, multisensory impairment, and physical disability. Before we now go to this area that I'm talking about today, the social, emotional, and mental health difficulties. In this field, we have uh, individuals who, who can, we have conditions like depression, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. So I'm going back to what Faith asked earlier on. Um, this is the same group that we have the attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. We have eating disorders and anxiety disorders. We have mental health disorders. We have oppositionally different disorders and things, and that that area, that group of mental health challenges. Okay, so that's basically where this uh, where bipolar um, disorder features under special education needs. Now, asking if the symptoms. Um, let me go back to what Faith asked me just now. Uh, she said, "Will with the with the symptoms." gradually fade out as the child grows older do symptoms regress with age like activity in adhd well for bipolar if it's managed if there's early intervention that's just it if there's early intervention it can be managed so that when the when there's early intervention and then usually medication in let me explain this. In any form of special education needs, we have mild, we have medium, and we have severe. So if a child, awesome, if a child is, um, if an individual is presenting, okay, I think it's showing now. When it shows, I'll, I'll, I'll know. Thank you, Cheryl, that's fast. So if a person is um, having that need or a on that condition and there's early intervention, then you know that you can easily control it one of the research when i was making my research there was a place i stumbled into and that they, what the educational psychologist said or oh, is showing awesome great thank you so um let me just tell her where to go cheryl i'm on page 10. i'm on page 10 now okay because i can move very fast now so what the educational psychologist said was that when there's an early intervention, before the, the brain is set in its ways, in, in, the, in, the, in the recurrent, in, in the ability to think up worse things. You know, you know this thing about uh, people who are very intelligent and they are not being, the, the intelligence is not being honest. They start thinking, they, they become very skilled in criminal things. So something like that was what the education psychologist said to me. He said, if we, we start intervention early, the child would not have grown, would not, the, the neural path will not have been well established to think of even worse things. Because after a while, they start be outsmarting their teachers, outsmarting the parents. In fact, uh, the education psychologist said something like, you almost think there is an evil spirit because they, they, they've given full, full um, skill um, release to the brain to just fabricate all my said you will meet a nine-year-old person with bipolar in their in their mania's um, face and they will lie with so much skill 
that you will be carried away because they can see it in their minds they can video it they are that intelligent that's that's what he's saying that so it's better you 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 nib it on time so if there's any intervention yes you can actually i mean as the person grows are uh, older and then the intervention is is persistent then there's a you must notice a regression in the um in the symptoms okay page 11 please page 11 is social emotional and mental health difficulties that is the section of special needs we are dealing with today and i just put a picture of all the other things that can come in there bipolar anxiety mental disorders schizophrenia psychosis and mental disorders and i think i've even mentioned this adhd is there oppositional defiant disorder anxieties compulsive disorder and bipolar okay um page 13 now are we in page 13 please um i can't see the presentation cheryl so i i'm going to depend on you are we in page 13 now I should be able to see this presentation. Page 12? Page 13. Okay. Yes, one thirteen. All right, thank you. Uh, okay, everybody's seeing it. Why am I not seeing it? Okay. You All can right, turn it up on my name, on the chat, on my name. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll tap on your name on the chat and then I'll see it. Okay. All right, so let, let me go on. I'm on page 13 now. Support system. How do we give support to these people? Now that we know what it is, now that we know that these American actors and actresses that claim to be bipolar, it might be for their own personal reasons because really, really, I don't know how they can be bipolar. And then they are able to put themselves together for fantastic presentation. They can sing, they can rehearse. So that means they can control their high moments and control their low moments. Um, I have my doubts around that because I've spoken with educational psychologists and th there's a lot of medications involved. Okay, so we go on to support system for, for, student, for the individual. There's the parents, the teachers or school, the community, the therapist, the psychologist, the psychiatrist, and the pediatricians and other stakeholders. But I want us to just focus on this and round up in 10 minutes. The parents, the support system for the individual with bipolar. The parents, the teachers of school, the community, the therapist, the psychologist or psychiatrist, and then the pediatrician. Okay, we go on to page 14. Effective support in school. What are the effective support from the school side? I've told you, I've, I've divided it into small bits. So I'm starting from the school. What are the effective support from the school angle? School must know. So when, you have, when they're taking in that child, they must involve the, the me medical team in school, involve the SENCO, involve the counselors. Because there's a behavioral part to it and there's an academic part to it. Before they take in the child, they must be sure they have the facility on ground to manage the child. They must be sure that they have most of their teachers 
in, in, in line with their vision and they must be able to work with that child effectively, which involves differentiating the lessons in school, focusing on the strength and not the weakness. If the child is going to be in a particular class, it must be class, a class where they know the, teachers, the teacher is well informed to manage that child. They must, in teaching, you must endeavor to teach more of skills than asking the child to cram information, as in uh, asking the child to, to learn knowledge. Yes, give knowledge, but teach more skills so that the child is able to make good use of whatever is being taught. You must know that child. You must build relationship. So if you are the teacher of a child with bipolar, don't say, ah, hey, they brought a mad child into my class. No, you must, for every individual with any condition, there's a, there's a factor of that person. There's that unique person in that person. So that unique person, make a connection with that unique person. And then you will be able to manage that child. You can tell when, when that child is going through, or maybe the child is going through the, the depression phase. You can tell if you are close to somebody and you can help them snap out of it. You can say things like, no, you don't give that. You don't give yourself up to that. Have you taken your medication? And you know, you, you, you talk about, you know, we've spoken about this. Now say it out. I can be what I want to be. I can do what I want to do. You know, things like that. It comes from relationship. It comes from knowing that child. So you can tell when that look is coming, when that uh, behavior is coming, when the moodiness is starting to show or the excitement, you know, for, for, for educators and parents, I am sure you understand what I'm saying. If you've been in relationship with people whose behavior you cannot really, really predict, you, you know how to, you know when that thing is coming, you can notice. And even the individuals know, really, because in treating depression, they tell people, you can help yourself. You know when that depressive state is starting to come into your mind. You know, and you know how to. You should learn to stop it or to 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 to, to uh, restrict it, so to speak. Reward efforts, encourage, be creative, create cool off corners. Because in children with bipolar, that mania period can be frustrating for a teacher. Uh, I, I was talking to my my uh, a mentor of mine, an educational psychologist. When, I'm, when I was praying for this. And he said, some of the children that is, is taking a case of a seven-year-old child before, she would just say, in an excited mood, children love her. And she can say things like, if you want to go to Africa, jump on the train, you know, and then she start making sound like a, a train or something. And children love it, they laugh, they are happy to be with her. So when that other part of her comes in, that her eyes changes. She, start, she looks strange and then she must start dancing and making noise and laughing and going out of, you know, something that we Africans will consider as going mad. I mean, just please pardon me to use it. I won't use it if I'm, I'm, I'm speaking to a larger group of people who might not be in education or in um, teaching, you know. But, you know, that's, that's what you start seeing. And for those of us who are Christians, the first thing you want to do is, ah, I bind it, you know, but that, that's just the way they just move off. So you must create a cool off corner so that when that thing calms down, you know, you just put the child away and you have somebody who will just, it's okay, I understand, it's all right, just calm down. Are you okay now? Do you want a cup of water? You know, if I feel bad, I feel terrible, I want to die. No, you don't want to die. You're, you, you'll be fine. I, you know you'll be fine and, and things like that. Then you involve the school counselor and discipline in law. And then I added in my, in my PowerPoint, pray. 
I mean, I pray for my children with special needs. When I saw the uh, presentation for this for today, and I saw prayer, I said, "Oh, awesome!" Because you can't work with children, you can't work with all these kind of needs, and not put a little element of prayer in it. Okay, so you know that I've basically, basically that for um, the school side. You discipline in law. We are Africans and we believe in discipline. Even if you are not Africans, an average, an average culture believe that there are some accepted behavior and there are some inappropriate behavior. And yes, because the person has bipolar doesn't mean they have to go away with murder. There should be a, a level of um, uh, restrictions and boundaries and, 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 and discipline. That you know, I've told you, you can manage this. I told you to do this. You know, things like that. All right. So let me just speed up now. I have about seven minutes, so that I won't we won't spend too long here. What are the what is the role of the parents? You know, I said support system. We have teachers on school, and I've and I've given a, a, a an highlight on effective support from school. Now I'm going to parents as advocates. Parents should get to know. Initially, I used to feel. Maybe parents don't notice until we get to school for a lot of special needs um, challenges. But you see, I have found out that parents are actually the first to know. They will tell you, and I've spoken to my doctor about it. They said I shouldn't worry. I've spoken to a thousand and one moms and dads, and they will say, you know, when I first noticed, I told my, 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 my child's doctor, I told my child's teacher that there's something not right. So parents know. And when you when you notice this thing, seek help all over the place. Don't just believe one doctor. If your heart tells you there's something wrong, ask questions. And thank God for Google. Go online, put all those symptoms you see there. And don't magnify the symptoms and then don't deny the obvious. So you have to be on the narrow path. Research and get to know. I'm on page 15 now, Cheryl. Research and get to know. Know about your child and know about the need. Then understand what right your child has to go to school. And then be open to the, with the school. Tell them what your child's need is. You, you, I mean, be, be open, be, be truthful. When your child starts taking medication, ensure that medication is taken and be observant. I had a child who was taking medication for ADHD. And after a while, he stopped eating very well. And the mom said she doesn't understand. The mom is a doctor, you can imagine. And she started saying she didn't understand what was going on. And I said, excuse me, ma, we have taken this medication for how long? Don't you think it could accumulate? She said, yes, 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 thank you very much. Thank you very much, Mr. Kemi. You know, and then she stopped it. So she knew what to do, but in the in the in the everyday world of moving, doing this and doing that, working, I guess that slipped. Okay, so you must be observant, pay attention. Oh, we've been using this medication for this long, it has worked, but it seems it's not working anymore. Or is it working for this period of time that is the role of the parent to supervise and get your teachers your child's teacher informed you can organize training you can i mean i've had i've been to a summit where the parent invited the the what the teachers working with our child to that seminar so they are both getting to know they're getting information from two different perspectives to help that child okay the therapist the doctors their own side of the of the support page 16 medications may not be avoidable for children with bipolar disorder so schools need to factor this in when admitting the child involve the school nurses and parents must keep the communication line open 
they said i've been told that a lot of medication is involved a lot in, i mean this is not a dhd you know a dhd i always advise the parents my the group of children i work with parents should please try and keep medication to the last um as a last resort but usually in bipolar disorder it is mid is if the symptoms has become um, what we call a bit severe we need to take medication they said there are about four four different types of bipolar disorder i don't pay attention to that what i pay attention to is what i see exhibited by the child if the highs are really really severe and the lows the depression are really really low then i know i'm dealing with something severe so you need there might be need for medication but teachers and uh, educators and parents cannot say because john used this medication for his child and i'm seeing similar symptoms i want to use the same medication here we need the support of the medical team before we can say we are taking medication because it has to do with i mean the part i'm so scared about is that impulsivity that comes during mania periods in children they can do anything and they won't consider the consequences that is the same impulsivity you see in ADHD. And I know that that was asking if it will regress. The impulsivity, hyperactivity, impulsivity, and um, attention is, the, is what you see are the symptoms of ADHD. But in bipolar, the hyperactivity is, is beyond, is beyond I, I, don't want to use, no, I don't want to use words that are derogative, but it's very high. And then the depression is, is, is is I don't understand. I don't know what you, what you use. You, you're just like this child that is so bright and charming and outspoken, and he's saying, "I I want to die." I, 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 and and some of them start trying to commit suicide as early as their early teens. So medications should be uh, uh, appropriate. People should be consulted for medications, and then the therapists and counselors will also be involved. They know how to manage behavior. They know what words to say. I don't know if you watch movies and then there's this psychopath. He wants to kill somebody who is a counselor or is a psychologist. There's a way they start talking to the psychopath and they start um, talking and ministering to his, uh, to his soft parts or something. And then they start talking and then they delay the wanting to kill them. Unlike an average person who starts getting uh, agitated about the person. So we need to involve therapists and counselors. That's actually their area of core competence. It's the academic part that we do as educators. But parents need to be open. A parent needs to be open to everybody, to uh, all stakeholders. The communal support, that's page 17. It takes a village to raise a child. And at times for bipolar disorder, sometimes the best medication is support and understanding. It takes a village to raise a child in that now that you know that your neighbor's child has bipolar, it's not a time to talk about it with people. It's a time to even find out about it. And I like what um, uh, who spoke just now. Was it Cheryl or um, who spoke? Somebody just said it while I was. Are you my? Was it you that said it's something that we shouldn't keep to ourselves? Is Ayuma that said it? I remember. Uh, that there's not it's something we don't keep to ourselves. We talk about it. We and then we be careful how we talk about it. Don't go and meet a parent. I think your child has bipolar. No, but you see, you find out about it, notice it, and give suggestions. 
don't you think you need to get a, a, a counselor involved? People don't feel bad when they hear a counselor, but if you see a psychiatrist at the first talking about it, of course the mother or the father will will look at you and say, and, and you know the, our sentiments in Africa, and feel bad about it. But is the way you approach it, and then if somebody comes and tells you they have a child who has bipolar disorder, I think you finding out more about it and giving a, a communal support will help that child a long way in overcoming the challenge. So, um, any questions? I'm done with both parts, so I'm open to questions now. Hello, are we still here? As a nurse, every day for 13 hour shift, where are my nurses on the line? I know you're here, right? You know when that nurse comes in late and tries to ask you to uh, report a patient to you, you're thinking, hold on, I'm not even trying to do You know, it's all hard. Don't have any topics. Okay. Any questions, contributions, experiences to share? Adamumi, I can, uh, if I may speak, I can just see a few questions on the chat. Thank you. Just read it. Okay. So Kamau Gashegu asks, um, he has two questions. The first question is, how do you help parents and support team of the child fight stigma behind bipolar you can just answer that and then we'll go to the next question that's the big one now what i normally well i guess that's that comes with my job helping you to get over the stigma because really even outside african continents that stigma is look at this covid 19. people think there's a stigma around it so i think what you just have to explain to parents is that look this is your cup of cup of tea and protect your own cup of tea everybody have their own baggage that they carry around so if this is your own cup of tea do your best with your own cup of tea do your best and and let your child come out in such a way that okay let me give you an example a woman said she was trying to find help for her child after they got the diagnosis she was trying to join a group of parents and initially felt I don't want to join this group of people. We won't be here. And you know the way we Africans that won't be here in Jesus' name. But then she said, she realized that each of those parents have learned to mind their own cup of tea. That this is my child. I can't throw my child away. I can't give my child to another person. I have to work with my child. So you tell them that for every child that has bipolar, they have their own individuality. So you can't say because all of them are a group of children and individuals have bipolar, they are the same people. No. They have their own uniqueness that, that makes each individual on earth different. So that is what a parent should focus on. The child might be very good with arts. The child might be very good in, in, um, in, um, uh, in, in another things that make that child special. So focus on that and give all your best to support the child. And then the, the joy of it will be yours. I've seen parents who have children with learning difficulties and the children achieve, achieve, are achieving great things. I remember the day a child that we have known him for majority of his life and he was given an award at the end of his secondary school education. And all the parents there in that, at that assembly got up and a lot of them were crying. 
some left their seats to go and hug the mother. So the stigma did not matter anymore at that point because the ch- we knew where that child started from. People who knew him before he entered school said they didn't know he could do anything with his life. And he came out of secondary school. So that's basically how I think, I mean, counselors might have another way, but that's how I think you should talk to parents. That this is your own cup of tea, mind it. And if you work well with it, people that have thought is a stigma will rejoice with you. People, we always love to rejoice with success. So let's work on it and let your child be a success and independent adults when they grow up. Because that's the, that's the main thing eventually. So your child can live independently of you if, when, they, when they become adults. I hope I'm, I've been able to answer the question. Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much. Um, he says yes. And um, yes. they have another question which is for children with bipolar do they ever complain about hallucinations is one of the mm-hmm. symptoms they might not call it hallucination please try to understand but yes they were they have hallucination is part of it they will say things and you wonder where that came from you know when we are ill when some of us for ill there's this part of you that starts to hallucinate when you are not feeling too good at times depending on the your composition and then you are talking it sounds like you're making sense and people around you are wondering what are you talking about that is the way it is to them but you will know if you're if you're the adult carer or person staying with them you you can tell they do have hallucinations in their depression time when they get to even manage to sleep at times because in the mania space some of them don't get to sleep at all you know so at that time their brain is charged they are seeing things they are they are, they are seeing strange things because you know a lot of thoughts is going through their mind they're they're pondering on what if i kill that person what if that person should fall down and die what if that you know so a lot of things come to my their mind and hallucination cannot be um cannot be ruled out it's part of the symptoms that children with uh, bipolar um, display. Okay, um, thank you. Uh, we also have another question from Ch- okay. uh, from Faith Chapirui. Okay. She asks, in the cases with altercations with authorities, what is the way forward? Are the behaviors criminalized or do we get specialized help for them? Where do we strike the balance? All right, you know that in in the world by 18, they believe somebody's an adult and should face the music of whatever crime they've committed. But what they do for people with um, bipolar is that if if family have recognized that there's a need, if they have confirmation from school or confirmation from people around or, or other stakeholders, they can um, ask for medical, for exemption, for punishment based on medical reasons. I mean, I'm not using the legal term I know, but you know, instead of giving that person, they can give that person an exemption based on um, a medical reports, a psychiatrist report that that child actually, or that individual actually is, is uh, has bipolar and it's, um, it affects behavior. I know they can do that. Um, please let me quickly add, I forgot to say that.